welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the wonderful, the lovely, the magnificent Faith! Woo! So, how are you doing, Faith? I am doing fantastic. So, uh, one thing I need to just say beforehand, uh, even though you're probably going to be listening to this in maybe August, maybe later than that, I recorded this on the 4th of July. Yeah, it's America's birthday. Yep, happy happy birthday, you racist, awful country. <laughs> Where's my oh. health care? <laughs> yeah, um... So, you might hear fireworks that I can't cut out. So. It'll just add, it'll just add to it. I mean, if it makes it feel any better, we're talking about all Americans. Yeah. So. None of those filthy Canadians. Like the Alpha Flight. None of those boring, none of those boring, boring Canadians. (laughs) We're not talking about the most okayest super team. Uh, we had, I had a, I happened to have a, uh, Canadian on for talking about North Star, the first openly gay superhero. Oh, oh perfect. And it was, uh, it was him trying to defend it and then being like, yeah, I guess they're just okay. <laughs> By the end. <laughs> so. Oh my god, remember when North Star got married and it was like such a big deal? That that was definitely a thing. And guess what? I forgot it, about it until right now. <laughs> think of gay superheroes. You sure think of North Star. Oh, for sure. Yep. Okay. But speaking of someone who I don't... Okay. I don't think he's gay. I don't know. He doesn't have a marital status. What is even the point Or known relatives. So we're talking about the owl. Woo. So, do you know anything about the owl? No. Is he a literal owl? No. Okay. He may have, like, those little tufts that look like owls. It just, that just ruins all my preconceptions of this guy. I was picturing an actual literal owl. <laughs> so, um, what do you think, what do you think the owl is and does? He probably have. he probably, like, is at least kind of shaped like an owl, like you said, with, like, the little tufts on the head. Uh, probably some big old eyes or something, a pointed mask. Yeah, well, you're kind of wrong on that. Is there a cape? I would say more of a cloak. And, like, I would say, and also another thing I would say, he almost has, like, a magical girl bow. Oh my god. (gasps) Oh my god. (laughs) That's not at all what I was imagining. Oh my god. He's, he's Basically, he's pretty. Is he just like Wolverine? In like, uh, like think of just a really lame version of a lot of different villains and combine them into one kind of lame person. He pretty much looks like 1970s Wolverine, but he's wearing like an 1880s dandy's clothes. Oh, he's almost wearing the same outfit that Mister Hyde was wearing. Yes, like he has like um. Like you said, like a cloak. I like his. I do like his magical girl bow. That's pretty great around his neck. 
It's a nice yeah. accent. And then he has like his collar is like popped and he has like frilly sleeves coming out from under his cloak. Those are a nice touch too. I like those. And then yeah, he has I claws like, like Wolverine. Like literally just looks like Wolverine. Except they're labor than you think. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> his name. You might wanna you might wanna buckle down. Okay, I'm ready. Because you won't believe it. His name is Leland Owsley. <laughs> oh, gosh. So he is a former financier. Oh, And course. now professional uh, criminal. Or he was always a criminal. But now he's just doing it the bad way. <laughs> now he's just doing it a way that he can get arrested for. He is a citizen of the United States with a criminal record. <gasps> He has no former aliases. It's unknown, his place of birth. His marital status is unknown, and he has no known relatives. How do we know that he's American, then? I want to see his birth certificate. He has a criminal record. Oh, okay. <laughs> they put stuff like that. That is pretty American. <laughs> his his former He's a former ally of Mr. Clean, the leader of the Owl Gang. Oh, boy. Yep. I can't believe- Oh my god, I'm so disappointed that they were called the Owl Gang and not, like, the name of a group of owls, which is a parliament. A parliament of owls. A parliament of owls. That would have been so much cooler. Parliament at the parliament would sound so much better. Of, like, a- of a gang name. But this is a man who's like, my name has owl in it. I guess I'll make myself look like an owl. I mean, that is his prerogative. (laughs) So he first appeared in Daredevil. Why do these... Why do... Why do they always just appear in Daredevil first? (laughs) Like... I don't know. Like, the beginning of Daredevil was buck wild, and no one gives it enough... Gives it enough. That's where Mr. Fear came from, and somehow repeatedly got away with being Mr. Fear. (laughs) Well, um, he they had the first issue he was in is Daredevil number three. Ooh, and yeah. And uh, the owl, ominous overlord of crime, <gasps> in August 1964, and this was written by Stanley and drawn by Captain. I wonder if they were just running out of ideas. Well, it was the first three issues, and I would like to remind you, Stilt Man came up in issue eight. I guess the owl is not nearly as bad as that. Oh, oh the purple man showed up in the next issue. Oh, that's and then right. and then in issue number 5 the mask matador showed Ooh. up. Yeah. And Mr. Fear showed up in issue number 6. So like, I mean, we we got like heavy hit heavy hitters here. Heavy heavy his Daredevil's rogue gallery is quite quite terrifying especially the stilt man oh yeah but uh he is his name leland owsley uh caused him to have the nickname owl and he was once a ruthless financier whose criminal connections were exposed during a special irs audit Damn, that's always how it happens. He's a person who got caught being evil with lots of money. 
Who would have guessed? People with lots of money being evil. I just, I hate it when you go to do your tax write-offs and they ask for your receipts and you have to bring in your, like, all of them and you accidentally bring in your receipt for, like, like 500 pounds of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did I pay for that with, why did I pay with, with my debit card on that? <laughs> it just says cocaine on the line. <laughs> the, the statement says cocaine, 500 kilos. Why did I do this? <laughs> Listen, H&R Block, can I write it off or not? It's a business expense. (laughs) I do make money off of it. So, I mean, it's obviously a business expense, right? (laughs) It's like on his business credit card. (laughs) (laughs) He's Um, like, God dang it. (laughs) Yeah, but the IRS basically found a bunch of documents that linked them to numerous fraudulent business enterprises. And as soon as his uh, underworld uh, activities came to light, he discarded the pretense of respectability and then began to make plans to become a major crime lord in New York. <laughs> I, I like how he's like, oh, well, I guess I'm caught. There be, like, the biggest criminal possible. He'll move over, Kingpin. I'm taking over. It's the owl's turn now. He began recruiting henchmen to serve as his owl gang, and under circumstances yet revealed, he acquired a serum that enabled him to glide or fly short distances. Oh my god. He was opposed in his scheme by the novice crime fighter, Daredevil, who brought brought justice. Sweet baby Daredevil. Yep. And uh, this was Yellow Suit Daredevil as well. Ooh. He was really a baby back then. Yeah, this was like, like he got rid of like the like that was before issue number seven where he got the red suit. Baby, baby Daredevil and his and his uh, PJs defeated his him. Tiny baby Daredevil in his yellow onesie, <laughs> fighting an owl. <laughs> uh, and he served a short uh, sentence in prison. And they, but then he was paroled and immediately kidnapped the judge who sentenced him. Oh my he god. He managed to free the judge out of his clutches, but the owl escaped. And uh, he avoided both Daredevil and the authorities and laid low for, for some times and quietly moved to San Francisco. Which is the place where people from New York go when Apparently. they are tired of being in New York. Isn't, isn't that where Mr. Fear went to? Yeah, because Daredevil has he passed the bar in two states. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So he went to he he went to San Francisco multiple times. I don't know why. Like, there's just there's nothing in between. If you're like a like a high level person in Marvel, you're either New York or San Francisco. Yeah, that's it. Either one. Sometimes you're in L.A. briefly in the eighties. Yeah, after that, he was contacted by the mysterious Mr. Clean, um, who assigned him with the task of capturing Daredevil, who, was, who also recently moved to San Francisco. <laughs> I still love that like, nobody put two and two together. <laughs> and uh, this is when Black Widow and Daredevil were working together a lot, Ooh. and they were kind of dating, quote-unquote. Um, she was, you know, still a Russian spy turned good. Ooh. 
uh, Daredevil overpowered the owl, and but he then escaped before the police could take him into custody. Then he left San Francisco and set up operations in Chicago. Oh. Yeah, where where he acquired the technology to electronically drain human brains of all their knowledge. What? What? That's a thing he has. That's that's like quite an escalation from like, oh ho, I can glide to I'm and, going to suck all of your knowledge out. And he wanted to do this so he can become a smart boy. So but, smart. But then he was opposed by the Chicago crime fighter, the cat, and he was forced to flee. And this is Tigra before she went to like a mystical cat land and became part tiger. <laughs> we'll talk about Tigra later in the tease. <laughs> she has mystical cat powers. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And then the owl returned back to San Francisco with the plans for the device, and then, after having it reconstructed, uh, captured Daredevil and tried to use it on him, but he was saved by Black Widow once again, and then defeated the owl in battle again. Yep, that's just, just this thing. He just moves a lot. That seems to be what his thing is right now. It's just like, Oops. I like how, he, yeah, he went to Chicago, it's like some girl beat me up in a cat suit. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm going to go back to San Francisco. Oh no, my nemesis is here. He's going to beat me uh, up. <laughs> oh god, that guy in the devil costume beat me up again. I hate Halloween. So, then the owl was stricken with a debilitating ailment, which paralyzed his legs, which was oh. a, a side effect of his uh, serum he's been taking over the years to give him power of flight. Then he moved, and because of that, he moved back to the New York area. Uh, setting up headquarters in New uh, in New Jersey Palisades overlooking Manhattan. I like how he's like he's like New York is more accessibility friendly. Like I'm gonna move back there. <laughs> um, and, but he then uh, he freed a man bull from prison, um, to serve as his henchman. Uh-huh. And he assigned man bull the task of kidnapping renowned neurologist Professor Brent Kerwin so that Kerwin can cure the owl's neurological problems. Uh, but then Daredevil intervened and kept Kerwin off of, uh, out of Man Bull's clutches. I just love Man Bull. I just love that the owl was like, hmm, gotta find a good henchman. Like, I should probably break somebody out of jail. He's like looking through the, re- the roster and he's like, <laughs> Last name, Bull. First name, Man. Perfect. We will talk about Man Bull in, after we're done talking about him, because uh, we may have not gotten Man Bull as a character yet, because <gasps> he was not important enough. Because we're in the Owls. I mean, the Owls. Yes, the Owls and the O's. And, uh, yep. So then he headed up. <laughs> he headed up to upstate New York to see another specialist, <laughs> Doctor Howard Petroff, and coerced him into helping him. He devised a exoskeleton for the owl's legs, and Ooh. attached some sort of flying device to his spine. So then he battled a daredevil midair, and then he learned that the uh, doctor sabotaged the device. But then he, uh, but because of that, he plunges in the icy water of the Hudson River, <gasps> and. 
because he didn't take any drugs beforehand, he didn't get superpowers like uh, Cloak and Dagger did. Damn it. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. I mean, all you have to do is swim in the Hudson River during the 70s or 80s, and you get superpowers. <laughs> and you just have to have some drugs in your system first. Just, that's all you gotta do. Yep. Preferably synthetic heroin. That was like, damn, I only do cocaine. Yep. <laughs> I only do cocaine. If only I did synthetic heroin as well. Damn it, I'm only a good old-fashioned alcoholic. <laughs> Um, his owl gang rescued him and then resuscitated him and then succeeded in getting Professor Kerwin again to examine him. That's poor man. He's, he's, he's a broken record. Like, he's just like, well, just because like this failed once, I'm not going to try it again. <laughs> I'm not going to not try it again, obviously. Then Kerwin devised him a neurological uh, pacemaker to cope with the chemical effects of his flight serum. And uh, Daredevil and uh, Spider-Man came to rescue him, defeat the owl, by triggering an acute anxiety attack and that his pacemaker could not cope with. Oh my god. He regained uh, mental faculties again, and had his flying support module built in to compensate for his now paralyzed legs. Okay. And then he tried to then he launched a huge crime raid that was thwarted by, in the planning stages, of Spider-Man the Black Widow. The owl then uh, talked to the tinkerer to repair the exoskeleton leg braces so he can walk, and he embarked on his most ambitious scheme to date, an attempt to replace Kingpin as New York's top gang uh, leader. Um, He's he like, tried- oh, wait, Kingpin, it's me, that guy that almost died in the Hudson River. <laughs> um, he tried to hire Boomerang, but failed. Oh, my Which God. obviously, which is like, really? You can't hire the Boomerang? Really? I'm pretty sure that guy's pretty desperate for work. <laughs> like, really? Come on. He's like one of the better professional henchmen to just throw a little bit of money at and he'll follow you. But now Boo Ring is like, nah. Nah, <laughs> nah Boo. I, I, ain't got, I ain't got this. But then he contacted the um, Dr. Ock, or Doc Ock, and proposed that the two of them join forces against the Kingpin. He was not interested, but the two joined in battle. Ooh. And then they were attacked by Spider-Man. And uh, he stopped... He just he his uh his fake Wolverine claws got destroyed, and then he fell twenty feet and was further injured. And right now he's in a prison hospital, just you know doing his thing, just chillaxing. Yeah, so it's a guy who just moves around a lot and just gets punched a lot. Yeah, I like how this this guy's life is like it's like he gets beaten up by somebody in. A yellow onesie, a woman in a cat suit, and then Black Widow. And then it's just like, Daredevil harasses a disabled man for, like, a hundred (laughs) issues. If he set it upright, he could sue Daredevil for harassing a a disabled person. Oh god, you know he would, if he would have thought of that. If he set it upright, he could. And also another thing... 
a lot of Daredevil's villains die or almost die because they fall off of things. Like, yeah. I'm starting to think Daredevil likes to throw people off of things. Even if it's by accident. With quotation marks. Exactly. I did quotation marks, but I realized <laughs> I had to do it verbally. <laughs> so, yeah. In Just an imag- accident. <laughs> so, wonder how tall he is? How tall is he? 5'11". Oh, okay. He weighs 240. He has blue eyes and brown hair. He he possesses the normal strength of a man his age, height, and build who engages in moderate, regular exercise. He possesses the capacity for a limited flight with no wind to assist him. He can fly short distances, no higher than 15 feet, and no further than 100 feet. With a good tailwind, he can glide uh, considerably higher and further. It's not known how he has it. It could be psionic or physical. Uh, the fastest he's ever gone is like 30 miles an hour while flying. So, really, I mean, I mean, faster than a human, but f- slower than most cars. <laughs> <laughs> so It's like a bicycle. Bicycles, if you're going real fast down hills. But, I mean, he's going faster than a bicycle. I'm just saying, like anyone did, a moped could catch up with him <laughs> yeah. and overtake him, so... Huh? Yeah, so he wears a uh he wears a cloak whose aerodynamic whose aerodynamic properties assist him in steering and flight. He can glide without it, but it would not be nearly as controlled. He also wears leg braces, which allows him to stand and walk, but kind of jerkily. Uh and also makes him like not walk as well because he's a jerk as well as a person who doesn't <laughs> walk that well. <laughs> Uh, without it, he would be un- unable to stand uh, due to uh, paralyzed, uh, paralyzing uh, his legs being paralyzed. Uh, so he has a pair of razor-edged tool steel talons attached to his forearm and extending over his uh, his knuckles. Oh, okay. There's the Wolverine claws. But I'm going to say one thing. He has aluminum bracelets with the tool still attached to it. So I'm just going to say, probably break it off of him with with enough force to his wrist. Probably. I probably would have went with some steel also. I know you're trying to save a little bit of, like, you know, weight there. But you're dealing with people who can lift cars and stuff, bro. Yeah. You know, just oh, get your ow. wrists stronger. <laughs> He tried so hard. So here's here's the great thing. He travels, uses a helicopter, customized with his owl insignia. <laughs> He's also employed various one-man flying crafts to compensate for his paralyzed legs, but now prefer his leg braces. <laughs> I'm like so. picturing like... How do you know that the owl is in San Francisco? Like, I don't know, because he has his logo on his helicopter, and he just landed? Like, he makes it pretty obvious. <laughs> Not the most stealthy of villains. I mean, all you have to do is really just kind of, like, walk about 100 feet, and then he'll eventually just stop flying. <laughs> True. You know, like, I mean, he'll get there faster, but I mean, he could probably, you know, do, like, a pretty good run to get there, and you'll probably catch up with him. Because he has to jump off of something then. <laughs> so. 
That's something. That's something. Uh, yeah. So, what do you think about the owl? Uh, he, he, A for effort. Oh boy, he tries. He tries so hard. I mean, he really went all in after everybody figured out he was an actual criminal. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he I feel like he has more integrity than a lot of people in Wall Street right now. <laughs> it's just like, you know, like, he's just like, hey, I made a lot of money doing criminal stuff, but I'm just going to say, yeah, I did it. So uh, screw off and I'm going <laughs> to make more of it the same way, but this time with less steps to hide it. <laughs> I mean, you got to, you got to like, you know, you got to, I at least appreciate that. Another thing I'd like to bring up as well is he did show up in the first season of Daredevil. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was the criminal accountant. That's right. Um, I remember him. In the entire time, I was just like, come on, you're standing right next to that elevator shaft. You're going to fly, aren't you? Nope, he didn't. (laughs) He's just gone down an elevator shaft. We might see him again, maybe. I thought his name sounded familiar. <laughs> yeah, so like at the entire time I was just like, come on, you're gonna fly, aren't you? You're gonna get like a serum or something, and you're just gonna fly. You're just gonna take off. Just gonna take off and everyone's gonna be like, what? Just this just this tubby old man just flying. <laughs> just gliding away. <laughs> just gliding away. Just everyone's just like, what was that? <laughs> Kingpin being like, well, I don't know. He's like, sorry guys, this is getting too real for me. Gotta go. And then just glides away. <laughs> Dude, like, uh, Kingpin is just like, while my big baby looking head, I've never seen anything like that before. <laughs> Daredevil's like, well, I guess that's that. I guess he's gone now. Yep. (laughs) Bye, I guess. I'll see you some other time. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. That's pretty much him. I also like how he got caught in an IRS on it. (laughs) It's like the first time the IRS actually gone after after someone rich. I know. In, like, the last forever. Um. So, um, his his favorite uh person to work with, Manbull. Do you want to guess what his real name is? Does it have bull in it? Well, it's William Turrens, which oh. all I have to do is, which is basically just like Bill Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Bullman. Yeah, his his main thing is just uh. He's a man who also has, like, bull-like properties. And he kind of just, you know, fights things. <laughs> That's kind of just his thing. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. He was in the Death Squad. The, um, the Whiplash Man Bull and the Melter. Oh, gosh. Well, there um, you go. Also, apparently, he was in the Frightful Four for a little bit as well. Oh, jeez. I mean, that's not a real exclusive club. It's just like, hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> They're like, we need a fourth person. Man, oh, I think, <laughs> I think he eventually becomes like kind of a good guy because he becomes friends with Hercules. 
Aww. Yeah, the Melter is just, uh, he's an Iron Man villain who is just like, yo, I have a suit that melts things. He's like, yo, <laughs> Iron Man is made out of iron. Woof, we just melt him. And they're like, no, there's a person in. It's like, rat, I have a suit that melts things. And then I was killed by the scourge of the underworld. So, yep, that's, that's, yeah, that's another one of his friends. Oh, and the Matador, the one I was talking about, the yeah. issue before then, his name is Matador. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah, he's a, he, well, the guy after, I mean, because he just kind of, he's a Matador. <laughs> like, think of a Matador. It's and just literally him. a matador. And he joined a team called the Emissaries of Evil. <laughs> yeah, which included Stiltman, oh, Matador. Oh, there you go. The real villain. Leapfrog. Leapfrog. And uh, Gladiator. Leapfrog being the person who inf- inspired Frogman, his son. To take, he basically just took his suit and was just like, I'm going to be a good guy. And then stopped being a good guy very quickly because no one cared about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're done. We're done talking about Owl. Sweet, yep. sweet Owl, man. Yeah. He kind of shows up here and there, but he's not in a lot. Really. He showed up in uh, The Superior Foes of Spider-Man, which I would suggest everyone to read. Because it's a very fun... So, yeah, well, so, uh, what do you have to plug? Uh, I have my webcomic that everybody should read. It's called Grace's Wings. It's at graceswings.com. It is a urban fantasy about a four-hire exorcist who stumbles onto something apocalyptic, which she's not ready for, because all she does is eat stale Pop-Tarts and name her pet's dumb names. <laughs> Well, there's no, um, there's no, uh, sexy redhead in no, Leather Pants. No, unfortunately, so. our main character is and, not uh, a sexy redhead. In Leather Pants. You gotta remember that. Oh, she's, like, the complete opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where you can hear Faith on a couple of times. And yes. Maybe one more time by the time this comes out. I don't know. It depends on how quickly I... Get something recorded and edited. Woo! Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you'd like to hear me talk about cryptids, you can go on there. If you'd like to see my little cryptid, my cat with four thumbs, you can go to at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram. Um, also, I'm going to just put this out there. Probably going to start a Patreon for the stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess if you want to donate some money. Do it. Like, if I, if I get... Like twenty four dollars, which is enough to cover my hosting fees. I'll do an extra, extra episode a week where I talk about the animals of Marvel. Yes. So, I mean that's a thing. So, uh, yeah, Jesse, do it by this episode. Do, do set it up this episode when you're editing. Yes. So, uh, besides that, um. This is I've been Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Bye. Bye.